Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And a very good Monday morning, afternoon, evening to you. Joe Beningo with you again, the old The Pain Podcast, Monday, June 26, 2023. And the Joe Beningo, The Pain Podcast, brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company. If I need a discount tire. And, of course, our good friends at DraftKings. I want to thank everybody that showed up Friday night for the latest edition of the uh, live uh, Older Pain podcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company. Tremendous night. Really enjoyed it. Thank you, everybody that came out. You guys are absolutely the best. We really, really appreciate it. And we'll let you know for the next one, uh, when that one will be coming up, probably sometime at the end of July, early August, something like that. We will certainly let you know. All right. So... I, you know, I start out today, I'm very aggravated today. I'm aggravated on, on many, many, many different levels. We start out, I'm aggravated because the weather here in New Jersey is brutal. It's prevented me from playing golf. I am not happy about it. Thunderstorms today, thunderstorms yesterday, thunderstorms tomorrow, thunderstorms Wednesday, thunderstorms again over the weekend. What a freaking disgrace. Supposed to be summer, okay? You know, but of course, this is... You know, we didn't have any rain for how long? And then, of course, it rains for 40 days and 40 nights. What what a surprise. So I'm aggravated by that. Uh, I'm aggravated because my poor wife's back is really uh, bothering her again. She's got a chronic back issue, and she had a rough time last night and all of that. So that aggravates me. I feel terrible for her when that's the case. Um, what are you going to do? I'm aggravated by the state of the country, but we won't get into that, okay? But that's certainly aggravating me. And I'm aggravated about my lousy, crummy baseball team. And yesterday, if they had if they had not hit rock bottom prior to that, well, God knows they've hit rock bottom now. I mean, there's, there's, there's no other way to say it. After this disgraceful loss to the Phillies yesterday, blowing a 6-3 lead in the bottom of the eighth inning and uh, losing this game, losing this series, and basically at this point now losing this season. Um, I, I'm going to start with this. Everybody's getting on the kid, Brett Beatty, for, you know, for that era uh, with the bases loaded and nobody out. Should have been an easy double play ball. And, and that probably the Mets win the game if he makes that play. But he boots it, doesn't get it out of his – can't get it out of his glove. Then he throws the ball away, and it basically sets up the four-run inning that wins the game for the Phillies. So we can get on Beatty. And he got in front of the media yesterday, and he took it like a man, said it was my fault. I got to make that play, absolutely, no doubt about it. And the Met defense has been horrible this year. I mean, this is just another in a long line of the absolutely horrific defense that we've seen 
by the Mets in this 2023 season. But I'm not killing Beatty. I'm not ki- to me, Beatty's not the main culprit why they lost this game. The main culprit why they lost this game is the manager, Buck freaking Showalter. And I have defended Buck when different people, Joey T, you know, Joey and Clark's been ripping him. You know, Buck, you got to fire him. He's terrible. I've defended Buck. But there's no defense in what we saw yesterday. First of all, just like the kid Beatty, how about Buck coming out after the game and saying, this game's on me. I blew this game on so many different levels. First of all, to get you know that you're shorthanded in the bullpen going into this baseball game, right? You know you are. You, you don't have Adovino. You don't have Raley. You probably don't have Robertson. Okay, great. So you know that going in. So why the hell do you t- – and I understand that Carrasco's not great, and I understand that Carrasco was not pitching terrific baseball yesterday. I get all that. But why the hell do you, when you know that you're you know you're going to have to get five innings, four or five, or how many innings out of this crappy bullpen when you don't have your main guys there, how the hell do you take Carrasco out after four innings and 78 pitches? Now, maybe he wasn't going to get through the fifth inning. I don't know. But I still think that's a better option than start trotting out these, you know, a, you know, a ball, not even a ball, pony league, uh, you know, beyond minor league relief pitches that you're bringing into this baseball game that ultimately cost you the game. This game's on buck. These are the kind of games that get managers fired. And if Steve Cohen, our owner, gave a damn, and I'm starting to really get upset with this guy. I mean, look, I understand he's not the Will Ponds and he spends money and all that. But what's he doing? Where's the outrage from Cohen after this garbage yesterday? To me, this is all on Buck. I'm sorry. Give me a freaking break. You got a 6-3 lead. All right, so it's bad enough with Carrasco, but fine. You, you've gotten now to the, top, to, the bottom, to, to the bottom of the eighth inning. You got a 6-3 lead, right? Your offense is scoring runs again. You got the three-run lead, all of that, like I said. How do you put this guy, Walker, who I never heard of, in the game? What's he doing in there? Tell me. How is he in this baseball game? You know, you got to win this game. Your team is going, though. He just won a game yesterday. got a chance to win a series, maybe build a little momentum, you know, going forward after what's been a horrific year so far. How do you not? You got to say to yourself, if you're Buck, look, I know these guys weren't available, but let me go to Robertson. Let me go to Adovino. Let me go to Raley. Hey, can you give me an inning here? Can you give me 10 pitches? Can you give me something today? Because we need you guys because we got to win this baseball game. There's an urgency to win this game. And you put this left-hand stiff walker in the game? who promptly loads the bases with nobody out. And okay, all right, Beatty, make, you, you bring in Brigham or Bigham or whatever the hell his name is after that. And yeah, he gets the ground ball that should have been a double play by Beatty. But what are you doing putting this other kid to put, the, put you behind the eight ball to begin with? You got to put Robertson in the game. You got to put Adovino in the game. And Adovino said after the game that he, he was available. He could have pitched yesterday. So where was he? You can't. You need to win this game. You can't have this garbage trotting out there and trying to uh, to pull the, you know, to to hold on to this lead. You got to win. Where the hell is the urgency here? This team's not six games in first place like it was last year. Where okay, you know, all right, you know, I'm going to try to get through a game without any of my A-list relief pitches. I'm going to try to slide through. 
you know, I got a nice cushion in the division or whatever. That's not the case here. This team's in big trouble. This team is is 15 games out of first place. They're seven or eight games out of the wild card with all these teams ahead of them. You got to win yesterday. You got to put your big guys out there. You can't worry about tomorrow. You got to win today. I totally put this game on show, Walter. I'm sorry. This is all on him. And these are the kind of games that get managers fired. And how about after the game, he's giving you the homina homina, okay? Right? He, I mean, it was a joke. I mean, you know, well, what do you want me to do? And this guy wasn't available. This the bullshit. How about Buck? How about you going out there, Buck, and say, you know what? This game's totally on me. I blew it. I should. And then, and how about this too? Once things start, you know, once the cat's starting to get out of the bag there in the eighth inning, he's actually got Robertson warming up for the ninth. What? What? Are you kidding me? I'm telling you right now, man, I am disgusted with the state right now. And to me, this is all about Buck. And I would have liked to see Buck get up there and actually take it like a man and say, hey, I blew this game instead of giving me the humming, humming nonsense. This team is it's on, but this team is so dead in the water, it's a joke. And it's a shame because they score runs. This team is, has lost 12 games this year by far more than any team in baseball when they've scored six runs or more. 12! 12 games they've lost when they've scored six runs or more. If they win half of those games, they're basically a 500 team right now, and at least you got a glimmer of hope instead of being whatever they are, seven games under 500. What a disgrace. That's a disgrace. Where where the hell are they going? And again, I'm gonna and and and, and again, I'm going back to this again. I've been screaming about this all year. So they trade Escobar. Okay, fine. Trade Escobar. You need a couple young arms. They got no problem with that. Okay. And then you bring up some guy you never heard of, some 29-year-old guy that played third base at Eastwick or whatever the hell his name is, Berwick, that used to play for the White Sox? Well, what? You don't bring Ronnie Mauricio up? Are you serious? You don't bring Vientos back up? These guys should be up here now. Where are they? You got to be kidding me. And you bring this guy Berwick? Who the hell is he? What? This team should have every one of their young players should be up here now. We should be seeing Mauricio every day, Vientos every day, Beatty every day, and Alvarez, you know, five out of seven games a week catching. That's what we should be seeing right now. I really, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted with what's going on with this team. What the hell is the, and what's the, what, like I said, forget about Billy Apple. Everybody's killing Billy Apple. You can kill them all you want for the crappy bullpen and all of this. Obviously, the Diaz injury. Let's be honest with this. We should have known when Edwin Diaz went down before the year with that freak injury in the stupid WBC, right? When it wasn't even an injury when he was pitching, he's jumping up and down celebrating after Puerto Rico wins a game and winds up tearing whatever he did to his knee or whatever he hurt. We should have known right then the season was over. That was it. The karma had been set. The bad karma <clears throat> had already been released. The negativity had was out there now that we were going nowhere this year. Because let's be honest, and yesterday's a perfect example, the Edwin Diaz injury has come back to kill the Mets with this garbage bullpen they have. Because outside of David Robertson, everybody else thinks, and that includes Adovino. 
I mean, just it's it's unbelievable. It, really, I I I'm beside myself today with how bad it is. I really am. And where do they go from here? What 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 are you gonna what are they gonna do? They actually still think they're a contender, do they? It's time to get rid of trim all the fat. I know Vogelback had a couple nice games. Oh yeah, great. He went seven for seventeen and a couple home runs. Get him the hell out of here now. He's done. Get it. Trim the fat. Get rid of Vogelback, please. Get rid of get rid of Mark Canna. Get rid of these guys. And you know, and and bring these young guys up and have them playing every damn day, uh, every day. I don't want to hear Mauricio's got 15 errors in the minor leagues. Who cares? Make him the DH. He fit right in here with all the crappy defense we've seen. Nimmo dropping pop-ups. Beatty not making that play yesterday. You know, throwing the ball away here, there, wherever. Well, uh, come on. Lindor booting ground balls. And we've seen this all year, right? Have we not? Mart- How about the play Marte didn't make yesterday, which got lost in the wash, and it cost the Mets a run on a fly ball to right field. I don't know what he was doing. He looked like he was a whale out of water. He misplayed it into a triple where the Phillies eventually get a run out of it. This is the kind of ball that Marte used to eat up. He was eating up last year making those kind of plays. This is the kind of stuff we've been seeing all year. I really, I, I'm beyond disgusted anymore. I, I, I mean, what else can you say? Where they, they're going nowhere. This team is not going anywhere. This idea that they're going to make some big run, you're delusional. They should be now playing all the young guys, getting rid of all this garbage. And I tell you right now, you could trade anybody on this team, pretty much. You know, all right, you're Nimmo, you're not trading, all right? You're not trading Pete, obviously, and Lindor's untradeable with a $340 million, $34 million a year contract, and he, he's still a, a good player. But you could trade anybody else on this team, except Alvarez, I wouldn't trade him. You could get you could get rid of anybody else, Marte, McNeil, I've had enough. What the hell is happening, Jeff McNeil? This guy was a batting champion last year, he was hitting he hit 325, whatever he hit. He's hitting like 260. He can't get out of his own way anymore. When's the last time you seen Jeff McNeil hit a, get a hard hit base hit? When? When was that? Unbelievable. <clears throat> I, I, it just, it, 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 you could get rid of anybody, like I said, except those guys. You could trade Scherzer. I don't care. Get something for him. Why not? But I, who the hell wants him at 40 years old at $42 million a year? I don't know. Maybe one of the contenders would want him. I don't know. I, I just I, I'm I'm disgusted with it all, and I and I can't defend Buck anymore. Now I'm not defending him anymore. You know, if you wanted to get rid of him, look, I I felt that look, you got to give him the end of the year, and then next year he's on notice, right? But I don't even know if I could do that anymore. I can't defend him after this game yesterday, and I wanted to hear Buck come out and say this game was on me. I cost us this. I don't want to hear about Brett Beatty. I cost us this freaking baseball game. Because he did. Un- I, I, unbelievable. Uh, really unbelievable. <clears throat> I don't know what else to say. I really, I, I, I don't know where else to go with this baseball team. I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, they start a series at home tonight if they play. I mean, I don't you know with this just absolutely garbage weather uh, here in the, in, in the East Coast here. I know they had a bad uh, uh, a tornado yesterday where in my old uh, stomping grounds where I went to school out in Franklin, Indiana, right in right in that area there, Greenwood, Indiana. They had a bad tornado, and I hope um, I hope my alma mater is un- intact today. But uh, nevertheless, you know, I guess it could be a lot worse. But here we are in the middle of the summer, 
And, you know, it stinks. The weather stinks. Can't play golf. Can't do this. Can't go out. I mean, it just this is freaking horrible. Horrible. And then you had the state of this Met team. Oh, my God. Just unbelievable. So I don't know where they go. I don't know what's where we go from here as far as this team. <clears throat> you know, you watch all these other teams that are ahead of them now. You're watching what the Cincinnati Reds have done. How about that? I know they lost a couple games in a row now to Atlanta. But they brought up this kid, Ellie Dela Cruz, and they quickly won 12 games in a row. Right? Out of nowhere. And, and, and vaulted into first place in the division, in their division. Right? Bring this kid Mauricio up. Maybe he gives the Mets the kind of spark that Dela Cruz gave the Reds. Maybe. But, oh, we can't do that because we don't have a position for him. What a, what a joke. I, I really. But I uh, today, this game yesterday is all about Buck Showalter. Let's be real. Stop blaming Brett Beatty. You know, I saw the guys on on, on uh, SNY Sports Night last night. And, you know, I love John Harper and my buddy JJ. No, 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 no. This is on the manager. How about somebody ripping the manager? Because he deserves to be ripped for this baseball game yesterday. You got to win this game. You got to have your big guys come in there. You can't have this guy Walker start the eighth inning. You got to have Robertson in there. And then Adovino. I know Adovino's not any good, but he's better than this guy Walker. And then you got Bingham, whatever his name is, Brigham, Bingham, this other guy who stinks, hitting guys. You know, He hits back-to-back guys to basically go walk, tie the game and win the game for Philadelphia. He hits two guys in a row. Schwarber and I think I guess it was Trey Turner. <clears throat> You got, I mean, unbelievable. What a disaster. What a goddamn disaster the Mets are. Oh, my God. And football's still a long way away, man. We got a long way uh, till September, uh, we know, whatever it is, opening night with the Giants, September 10th when they play the Cowboys and then the Jets the next day. Oh, boy. All right, let me get, let me get my sponsors in here because I'm just, I'm livid today. I'm really, like I said, on so many freaking levels. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> I mentioned Hackensack Brewing Company. Let me say this. Now, how about, let me congratulate, okay? I never see the guy anymore, but let me, maybe this is the reason why. Uh, let me congratulate, congratulate, congratulate. Let me congratulate my buddy Mike Jones, right? Who, you know, owns the Hackensack Brewing Company. I guess uh, he's got a, a another Bambino coming his way. What? How about that? No wonder, Mike, I haven't seen you. You've been pretty busy, huh? Oh, my God. So congratulations to Mike on the latest uh, addition to the Jones family. God bless him. Wow. And, of course, let's let's bring in Hackensack Brewing Company. You know the deal. And, again, we want to thank everybody that showed up Friday night. Turned out to be a great night, even though we didn't have any uh, co-hosts. But we'll, we'll see what we can do for the next one. Anyway. Uh, located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, 30 seconds off, beautiful Route 4, and who needs a house out in Hackensack? Um, remember, the tap room's open 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10, Saturday, 12 to 8 on Sunday. Uh, 78 Johnson Avenue, right behind the tombstones. A lot of tombstones. Those tombstones are lining up. <laughs> I think they're chiseling the one now for Buck, that tombstone for Buck, you know? How soon till Carlos Beltran is the manager of this team? It may happen sooner than later. Whatever. <clears throat> Check out the Hackensack Brewing Company. Mike Jones, TJ, do a great job. Herb, everybody. I haven't seen Herb in a while. Andre, everybody over there. And like I said, we will let you know uh, the next one that we will have sometime. Uh, probably, like I said, either either uh, late July or August. We'll let you know. 
And uh, don't forget when you're there, make sure you check out my Ode of Pain beer. We have the uh, Met colors for the baseball season. We'll go back to the green and white for the football season when the Jets uh, get underway. So uh, everybody, um, you know, check out the Hackensack Brewing Company and have one of my Ode of Pain beers when you get there. Also, uh, Anita Discount Tire, you know, we've been talking about them for a long time in Rivervale, New Jersey. Go see my son, Johnny. Go see his boss, Harry. Do a great job there. Any work you need done on your car, any tires you need, you need your car inspected, whatever it is, go check out uh, Anita Discount Tire in Rivervale, New Jersey on Westwood Avenue. And um, uh, tell them I sent you. Uh, they do a great job over there. There's no doubt about it. So, uh, And we thank them for all the support that they've given us. And of course, DraftKings, remember pretty soon DraftKings will be back with us when for the football season. This will be the third straight year that uh, we will have uh, DraftKings as one of our sponsors for the uh, upcoming NFL season, which I don't want to push the summer, okay? Because, you know, we really haven't gotten into the meat of the summer yet. We're not even, we haven't hit the 4th of July yet, but, um, you know, and of course it doesn't look too summery out there with the constant rain that we've got here now in the Northeast. Lovely, wonderful. Couldn't be happier about that as my wife shows me something. Oh, there you go. Okay. There you go. My wife's showing me the, the back doctor she's going to call now. Uh, doctor, what's his name? Stull? S-T-U-L-L? That's Justin D. Stull. Justin D. Stull. There you go. Hopefully he can help out my wife who's had uh, chronic back issues for a long time. I will say this. It does not hurt her back or golf game as she lit it up. We played golf on, and nobody cares, but we played golf the other day. We played golf at Paramus on Friday, right? And just as we tee off, it starts raining. And we played the first nine holes basically in the rain. All right. You know, just it, it was it was raining just hard enough that you could play. And my wife and I stunk in those with the rain. I couldn't hit the ball in the rain. I, I, you know, my my whole psyche was knocked off. You know, when I start <clears throat> when I see rain like that, it knocks my whole like like today. Like my whole day is knocked off already because of the crummy weather. We were supposed to play golf at eleven twenty-seven, Blue Hill. I doubt that's happening. It doesn't look very promising, you know. So that knocks my whole day off. So when I saw that rain come down, I was done. Like mentally, I was out of it. My wife was basically in the rain playing tea to freaking green. Tea to green. She was hitting shot after shot. She had one rain or once um a uh, uh, little uh streak there where she had three consecutive paws. She was she was rolling. In fact, the kid we were playing, very nice kid by the name of Anthony, who actually he knew who I was, but very nice. He said, one time he looks at her and he goes, boy, you're putting a clinic on here today. <clears throat> now, it stopped raining in the back nine and I actually played a lot better once I could grip the club and actually play. But it is amazing that my wife, she like, in like bad weather and she's just like, you know, it's like, she's like, she's Scotty Scheffler out there. You are a mutter, all right? And what a mutter. I, you know, <clears throat> unbelievable, unbelievable. So anyway, what can I tell you? But she really uh, cleaned up. So anyway, hopefully this doctor will be able to help her because, you know, she has this chronic back problem anyway. But getting back to the uh, to the sports world. So I'm hearing this, and we'll get off the Mets here for a while. Yankees seem like they're back on. If the Mets had the Yankee bullpen, Yankees have the best bullpen in baseball. I don't know half these guys who they are, but they got the best bullpen in baseball right now. They, they took two out of three from the Mariners this week. They took two out of three from Texas over the weekend. You know, they go out to the West Coast now. I think they play Oakland. And then they play the Cardinals, I believe, after that in St. Louis. But 
Yeah, the Yankees, what are they, eight games over 500 now? Seem like they've righted the ship. Still no Aaron Judge. How about Aaron Judge? He looks like he's got a torn ligament in his toe. So God knows who, know, who knows how long he's going to be out for. But even without him, because of their bullpen, and, you know, basically because of Garrett Cole, even Severino pitched a good game the other day. And I guess they're going to get uh, Rodan back. He's starting to pitch and now in rehab in the minor leagues. So you're going to finally see him. You know, the state of the Yankees, not too bad, as they still would make the playoffs. They still would be in a wild card position if the season ended today. So <clears throat> still in pretty good shape. But God knows they, if they're going to make any kind of a big run to win a championship, they're going to need Aaron Judge, no doubt about it. I want to switch gears to the Knicks. What is this idea that Tom Thibodeau is in some kind of trouble as the head coach of the Knicks? Can somebody explain that to me? How is that possible? This team was had done nothing for how many years? Thibodeau, Leon Rose, and company, they come in. They make the playoffs two years ago. They go 41-31 and 31 in a shortened season. They make the playoffs. Yeah, guys, they lose in the first round to Atlanta, right? And then the, the, the fight last year was not a very good year. They didn't make the playoffs. Okay, fine. But they bounce back this year. They make the deal. They bring Jalen Brunson in. They win 47 games. They win a playoff series against Cleveland. They lose a tough six-game series to Miami, who eventually goes on to the, to the NBA Finals before they lose to uh, Jokic and Denver. And there's actually talk that Tom Thibodeau might get fired? What? You got to be kidding me. They should be talking about an extension for Thibodeau. I mean, really, I mean, the Knicks are back to being a relevant basketball team again. Let's be real about it. And you're actually talking about firing Thibodeau? Give me a break. And I know they didn't have any, and I'm glad they didn't do anything on draft night. They didn't make any dumb trades, right? They didn't trade Obi Toppin. They actually signed his brother uh, as a free agent out of Kentucky, right? I mean, they didn't trade Obi Toppin. They didn't trade R.J. Barrett for Paul George. Please, I don't want any, I want no part of Paul George. Why would the Knicks want this guy? He's 33 years old. He's never won anything. I got to give up a 22-year-old R.J. Barrett for this guy? What, you nuts? And he never plays. He played like, he's got, he's had more maintenance days. You got to be kidding me. He played, what, 50 games last year? Why the hell would I want this guy? I don't want him. No way would I want Paul George. Please. So I'm very happy the Knicks made absolutely no deals on draft night. And like I said, I know they didn't have any, uh, any draft choices, right? But in the next 10 years, or next seven years it is, they got 10 number one picks. They got 10 first-round picks, in the, not number one, but first-round picks in the next 10 years. They're set up pretty good. The needle for the first time in over 20 years is pointing up for the Knicks, and you got people out there saying that Tom Thibodeau might get fired? What? With the litany of coaches that we have seen come and go from the Knicks over since Jeff Van Gundy left, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I have the time to start reeling them all off. You know, Don Chaney, Lenny Wilkins, Isaiah Thomas, Larry Brown, uh, David Fisdale, uh, Derek Fisher. We go on and on and on with all these freaking guys that we've had here, right? I mean, I can't even think, you know, I mean, Mike D'Antoni, uh, Jeff Hornacek, all these freaking coaches that the Knicks have had. Now they finally got some stability. You finally, hey, you know, you're going in the right direction. You're actually a relevant team making the playoffs, winning a playoff series. 
and they're actually entertaining the thought of getting rid of Tom Thibodeau? What? Tell me who you're bringing in that's better. Who is that? Am I, am I missing something here? Who is this guy that's going to be better than Thibodeau right now? Please. I, I, you know, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get what's going on here. As far as I'm concerned, the Knicks are in the best shape they've been in in over 25 years now. Let's be real about it. Like I said, between Thibodeau with coaching, uh, Leon Rose, some of the moves he's made, bringing Jalen Brunson in here, the Josh Hart move, now they've actually pushed the, the deadline back uh, uh, for, uh, for Josh Hart, I guess, to uh, where he would become a, a would opt out of his contract. So they can maybe get somebody, you know, bring in some people here, use some money to bring them in. They bring that, I guess they have a higher mid-level exception by doing that. And they got to sign Hart. I mean, Hart, to me, he's got to be on his team. He was a tremendous addition last year. Now, I said, these guys, you know, they actually seem to know what they're doing for the first time in 100 years with the Knicks at the Garden. And now you're looking to get rid of Tom Thibodeau? Come on. I mean, you got it. Give me, what, what are we, the Rangers that trade co- Get rid of coaches every two years. And like I said, you know, look, look at a litany of coaches the Knicks have had since Van Gundy. We finally got something going with this guy, and you're looking to get rid of him. What a joke. No, then uh, Thibodeau should get an extension. Never mind that, you know, you're talking about possibly firing him. Thibodeau should get a goddamn extension. Unbelievable. And one other thing before I go, you know, this idea that, you know, Aaron Rodgers is some kind of a bad role model because he's talking about all this hallucinogenic stuff and he went to this Colorado convention on this stuff. Look, I don't know all this crazy insanity. I don't know. I don't know. But it looks like he's got it pretty good, pretty together, doesn't he? Right? Since he's been doing this stuff, what, he win a couple MVPs, right, with the Packers? Please, give me a break, you know? I can't wait for football season to get here. I'm very excited about football. I'm still waiting for my invite from the coach to play golf. Of course, with the state of the weather here, you know, who knows when that's going to be, you know. I don't think we're going to see the sun till uh, Thursday, if we're lucky then. But give me a break about Rodgers. You know, really, who knows? Maybe there's some benefit to this stuff. I don't know. I really don't care. All I care about is that Aaron Rodgers comes here and wins me a Super Bowl. I got a two-year window to win the damn Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, and that's all I care about. And if this stuff is going to help him play better, then let him do it. What do I get? Do we really care? Then let him do it. All right. Everybody have a great week. Hopefully the weather gets better. We can only pray. Uh, I'll be back, of course, Friday for my next live podcast. Uh, not live. Not live. But then for my next uh, Oda Pain podcast. Uh, everybody, like I said, enjoy the week. Enjoy the sports. Whatever whatever uh, you're into with it. Hopefully we uh, we don't have bad weather. And as always, all the love.